that Harlem night. Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Gonna turn it up, please. I done fell in love with. Party at the bodega. What up, everybody? This is your man, Benz Pharrell. We're thinking out loud. How's everybody doing today? I hope everybody's doing well. All right. A Portland fugitive fished out of a pond after he escaped and then lands him in mud up to his armpits. All right. So it was an escapee. He got out of the custody of police and then he probably was in some type of pond trying to escape. But he found himself in mud that got him stuck. An attempted murder suspect who escaped police custody was buried up to his armpits by nature's trap and needed to be rescued. A fully shackled Christopher Prey, 39 years old, bolted from an Oregon psychiatric hospital Wednesday. But his short-lived freedom turned into a floundering plea for his life when he was swallowed by a muddy Portland pond. Oregon State Police said videos and images showed firefighters from the Portland Fire and Rescue pulling Mr. Prey to safety with ropes from atop a ladder that was suspended over the small body of water. Prey gave firefighters a bogus name, but a hospital employee recognized the escapee and called law enforcement, according to the state police. How Prey managed to escape police custody Wednesday is still under investigation. Oregon State Police said he was restrained with leg shackles, a belly chain, and handcuffs, but he still managed to slip out of the hospitals undetected and to steal a van he was transported in while the driver was outside, according to police. When Prey was first on the loose, Law enforcement told the community to watch out for an extremely dangerous escapee. He's charged with a laundry list of violent crimes, including attempted aggravated murder, robbery, assault, and a felony with the possession of a firearm in a connection with a March 2022 incident. He has allegedly nearly killed a woman in Moat. Noma, Noma County, Oregon. All right, I said it right there during a robbery. He is also facing charges connected to a violent domestic dispute where he is accused of attacking her with a tool. Mr. Prey was in the Oregon State Hospital in Salem earlier this week after he was found unfit to proceed with a trial, according to the court records reviewed by the news sources. Shortly after he was admitted, Prey had an altercation with another patient. State Hospital spokesperson Amber Shoebridge said in a statement to news sources. Then he made his daring improbable escape that ended him in a muddy pond on Friday. Prey has a habit of running from the cops. He attempted to flee in criminal cases in June and August of 2022. All right, so goddamn Prey. He like to run away and shit, and he crazy as fuck. All right, Christopher Prey, he's 39 years old. The guy that bolted from an Oregon psychiatric hospital on a Wednesday. But his short-lived freedom, it turned into some floundering plea, like, help, niggas, I'm in this mud, somebody help me. Please, somebody help me, please. Somebody help me, please, we finna die. What that tells you, ladies and gentlemen, all right? 
Whatever energy that you put out there in that universe is going to come right back to you and bite you in your ass. You got to understand these stories that I read to you, ladies and gentlemen. I'm only looking out for you. You see what I'm saying? We go through this every day, you know. I know I make this look easy, but it's not easy. It's a lot of work. It's hard work. But I'm going to keep it moving with another story, all right? Just hold on, people, ladies and gentlemen. I know you're having a, a grand old time. I'm going to get you where you need to be. Walker County, game preserve, fire, 3,800 acres, burn, 20% contained as evacuations are recommended. Walker County, Texas, a wildfire that prompted Walker County officials to call for evacuations for some residents has grown since Friday night. All right, so as of 12.30 in the morning Saturday, the Game Preserve Fire, located near Lost Indian Camp Road off of FM 247, has increased to approximately 3,800 acres and 20% containment and has maintained so since 3 p.m. All right? It hasn't been raining. It hasn't been raining at all down here. It's been, um, uh, I say, maybe one more week. I say I could honestly say in the next two weeks it will be two months if it ha if it don't rain. We got so it only been it's ha we haven't had any rains for like a month and a half. It's been straight hot hundred degree weather every day, and you can see the plants dying and everything. You can see like the grass is real burnt brown, like brownish. It look like wheat, like wheat is growing out of the ground. The grass is burnt and, and and it's not green no more. It's like turning into sand down there. You get what I'm saying? So these fires and these brush fires are now starting to spark, all right? So as of 11.30 on morning, 11.30 in the morning, Saturday, the Game Preserve Fire located near Lost Indian Camp Road off of FM 247 has increased its proximity. It's approximately is um, the area to 3,800 acres and 20% containment and has maintained so since 3 p.m. in the afternoon, according to the Texas A&M Forest Service the increase in the uh, acreage is due to a mapping flight. A mapping flight. Officials said that the flanks and head of the fire are active, and aircraft crews are engaged in structure protection. Crabs Prairie Volunteer Fire Department says the scene has become a state and federal operation. Earlier Saturday morning, the fire was 10% contained after growing from 1,200 acres burnt as of Friday night to 3,000 acres overnight, all right? So earlier Saturday morning, the fire was 10% contained after growing from 1,200 acres, and then it, um, it went to 3,000 acres overnight. On Saturday, residents in Cedar Ridge near I-45 
which is an interstate, a big major highway in Texas, were asked to evacuate. Authorities also recommended evacuations for everything within three miles of Lost Indian Camp Road on Friday, which remains in place. Officials say FM 247 remains closed from Pinedale to FM 2989. 2989, according to the Crabs Prairie Volunteer Fire Department, I-45 and FM 2989, which is both major uh, highways, have reopened as of Saturday morning. However, they are asking the public not to drive in or around that fire ground because there are a lot of firefighters and equipment moving all around in that area. They released this statement on Saturday on their Facebook saying something to think of. When these big events occur, it puts a lot of wear and tear on our equipment. We make the repairs on our equipment ourselves if we can. We have had overwhelming support from several local businesses and individuals bringing food like water and snacks. We cannot thank everyone personally, but please know we are truly thankful for all of the support. If you see a firefighter, please say thank you. It means a lot to us. The Texas Forest all right, Service said Friday night that the dozers were continuing to build a containment line. All right. And firefighters would patrol the area throughout the night and into Saturday morning. Additional crews and aviation continues to work to suppress the fire on Saturday. Okay, so this is developing. Uh, It's still going on. Hopefully they get it contained. But like I said, it hasn't been raining. And there's been a lot of um, little brush fires and stuff like that. And... It could get out of hand if not contained. Uh, properly and stuff like that, you know. So it, uh, they said they got state and federal resources um, um, supporting to trying to get that brush fire in control. You get what I'm saying? So. Let me see what else is on here. All right. I'm going to keep it moving. A teen is accused of shooting the K-9, a police K-9 deputy dog, killing Clayton County. Police K-9 is dead. Uh, the teen that uh, was accused of killing the dog, he is dead. Police say. All right. There's an original story to this. A K-9 officer named Raro with the Clayton County Police Department is dead and the search is on for the dog's suspect killer, the suspected killer for that dog. According to the CCPD, which is Clayton County Police Department, they responded to all to a phone call for assistance from the Jonesboro Police Department at approximately 1.46 a.m. on September 2nd. Upon arrival, they discovered a suspect had fled into the woods and they released their canine officer. The canine alerted on the suspect in the wood line and officers issued verbal commands for him to surrender. At that time, the suspect pulled out a gun and began firing in the direction of the officers. The canine was struck and died at an at a animal hospital uh, center. Right, so the canine died at the animal hospital. 
No other injuries have been reported. The suspect has been identified as 17-year-old Stefan Ford. He is facing the following charges. Aggravated assault on a peace officer. Aggravate, aggravated cruelty to animals and destruction of government property. This investigation was ongoing at the time being. And then this will happen later. Clayton County, Georgia, according to Clayton County Police Department, the suspect identified earlier as 17-year-old Stephon Ford is dead. Now, those are the later reports, all right? During the press conference on Saturday afternoon, Clayton County Police Department outlined what happened earlier in the day. CCPD says there were acts to find Ford by the Jonesboro Police Department. When they first arrived, K-9 Raro was sent after Mr. Ford, who had fled into the woods. Ford reportedly pulled out a handgun and started shooting at Raro and the officers. It was at this time that Raro was shot in the back. After the shooting, officers found out that Mr. Ford lived in the area and went to his family's house in hopes of finding him. They also continued searching in the area of the shooting. During that search, they encountered Ford again, and Ford allegedly, allegedly, Ford allegedly pulled out a gun. All right? Allegedly. You got to hear that word, people. All right, it was at this time that he was shot by the police officers and killed. The investigation into the shooting has now turned over to the Georgia Bureau of Investigation. All right, so that's what happened over there in Atlanta. All right, God damn, these people are crazy. It's a young kid, too. He's a kid. I wonder what caused the situation where the police was looking for him. Like, it, it got to be a whole lot more to that little story right there. And then that's when, uh, like, 1090 Jake, he be like, uh, he, he go in depth into stories like this. And I think he be putting the uh, word rapper in the title, and that's how it just get all of those score hits or, or something. It gets all of those... Um, hits on YouTube because he put rapper in front of it. So this little 17-year-old dude right here, um, what's his name? Oh, my bad. His name right here. Oh, let me even put it here. Uh, Stephon Ford. Shit, let me put one thing out here. Like me, as a black dude, like, I'm just, I gotta say this because people don't know this. Some people don't know this, though, all right? Like, the police is right, and like, where I'm living at right now, over here in Harris County, where I stay at, like, over here, a black dude, and I'm telling you some shit that I've seen with my own two eyes, where a black dude minding his business, like, 9 o'clock in the morning, he's probably going to work, all right? Or sometimes some people are coming from work because they work late night shifts, right? So they catching a the bus, coming from work or going to work 
And then you have like police officers, right, driving around the neighborhood. And I noticed that the police harass, especially the main people they who, who really they harass all the time is young blacks. You see what I'm saying? Young black kids, straight up. Sometimes it's very rare if I see them fucking around with some young teen Mexican Americans versus black African Americans. Like, I have to say, I gotta tell the truth. Like, some people don't wanna hear this shit because it's like too ugly for them to listen to. But this is the facts. You see what I'm saying? Come up, piggy, piggybacking off of the last story that I just read to y'all. You see what I'm saying? I'm going off of some visual shit that I'm thinking in my mind that I've actually seen. So I'm going to just put it on the microphone so people can listen to it straight up. And like I said, I always see the young blacks. I got, I be getting targeted. I get, the police harassed me before, you know? You know, there was a time I was going to my storage unit, you know how people get storage and put like their furnitures and stuff. So I was going to my storage to pay my storage bill and shit. You see what I'm saying? Because I ain't had my debit card that had cash on me and I had to go pay my storage bill. Man, tell me why the police is fucking following me when I'm walking up the street because I got to the street where my storage um, unit is located on. So I, you know, walked up that street and then here go the police. The police. I ain't even seen the police. Uh, the police just looking at me, looking at me. And I'm walking. I, just, I paid them no mind, right? Because I'm on my phone the whole time. So I'm just walking. And then once I got to the uh, storage parking lot, you know, the police pulled in. And then the lady in the office from the storage unit that I'm going to, she she just came outside and like, okay, uh, how may I help you, officer? Because... She she Puerto Rican and stuff. So she, she seen the freaking cops just drove right in once I walked into the parking lot of the storage unit that I got business in, you know. And then she seen this, so she came outside and, and asked the officer, how you doing, officers? Hey, may I help you with something? Um, and then she talked to me. She's like, hey, how you doing? And, and you, know, you know how the ladies is. How you doing? Uh-uh-uh. Uh-uh. You ready? Uh, she said something. I forgot what she said. I don't even remember. She said something because I had walked in the office to go pay my stuff. She, she just acknowledged me and stuff, said my name and everything like that, like that. And then I don't know what she told the police after that because I already walked into the office. But, bro, the cops, like, I'm just telling you so many times where when I was young, the police be just fucking with us and stuff like that. And then some of these kids, they... Or walking around with, illegally walking around with something, and then they get scared, and then they run. See what I'm saying? And then the police pursue that. You see? When there's really nothing. I'm just giving you scenarios that I see every day by living in the, in the hood. I lived in the hood for a long time, all right? I grew up in the hood. So I got to tell you what's going on. So... The situation that happened with the kid over there in Clayton County, that shit is like, it's crazy. It's something that you got to think about. Some people just shrug their shoulders. I don't have all of the specific details, you know what I'm saying? Because stories like this, you got to do a whole bunch of deep dives to find out what really happened. You got to follow the leads and everything. 
See what I'm saying? But me, I'm just podcasting it and putting it out there and then showing you a different perception of what's going on in your community. I'm just saying, I'm putting that shit on notice so you know. You see what I'm saying? The kid, they, the police, I see the police cuss out a crackhead, get the fuck off the street. And then the kids coming from school, police fucking with them. So like in the summertime, the kids just be like out and about. Going to their friend's house in the summertime. I done seen kids go to, go to like a friend's house because the friends got an apartment complex and all the kids are jumping into the pool. You know, some of these apartment complexes got pools. Most of them do and stuff. So they go on to see their friends and to go chill at the goddamn pool. And police be harassing them. They just be minding their business. Police be hitting you with that, oh, you fit a description, all of that nonsense. So... I'm just putting that right there so you people can understand what the hell I'm talking about. So you could like see a different um like a different scope. I'm giving you a different scope at looking at certain cases so you don't create some type of narrative in your head. You got to understand the bigger picture. You see what I'm saying? The kid that got ran down by the police and he allegedly shot the um dog or whatever. And then allegedly, allegedly pull out a gun at the cops. All right. That's that's all that's been said. There's no footage or video footage of this incident right here that happened in Clayton County with this young 17 year old kid. Uh, you see what I'm saying? I already forgot his name already. But still, I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna end this short and sweet because. Right now, I'm over here running around, handling business, moving around. I've been busy, though, I, but I got to do this at the same time because it's a little bit of money and stuff. So I'm trying to get all of the money that I could get my hands on, ladies and gentlemen. You see what I'm saying? So, uh, I'm trying to see if I could just put, if I could just put another story on here. Yeah. Uh, because I'm looking at the time. Because I got to give you as much as I can. But I had to, like I said, I had to put that, put my experiences in notice. As a black man, I had to put my experience, my experiences on encountering with the police officers and the shit that young black men go through all of the time, every day. You know, some of them be walking around with something they ain't supposed to be walking around with, but they take those risks every day just to feed their family. You understand what I'm saying? So I had to put my experiences so you don't go creating a narrative in your mind thinking that, oh, they just ran down another hoodlum and shit like that because that's the perception that they want you to think. You see what I'm saying? You just don't know the situation. You don't know the circumstances that derived with the situation. You see what I'm saying? Just like the other story that I reported the other day about the pregnant mother in Ohio that got shot and killed by police officers because she allegedly stole from a Kroger's um, stealing alcohol and ran out of the store or something. And then they said that she jumped in her car. She was in her car and one of the cells associated told her, informed the police officers. Then the police officer, she got pointed out to um, the pregnant mother, Ohio mother, and they said she allegedly was the one, and then the police was trying to tell her to command her to get up, get her out the car. 
You understand? I already reported that shit. And then they said allegedly that she was she was she put the car in drive and tried to drive away and the police was in the way in the path of the vehicle when she was trying to drive away. So he pulled out his service weapon and shot a one fire through the windshield and stuff. So I don't know. And then it took them a long time to come out with the police body cam at the same time. So, but, you know, these are the things that I put on notice. I put them out there so you could listen to, so you could, like, register it in your mind so you can understand the pretense of what's really going on in America, in American black communities, because that's what I'll be talking about. This is your man, Ben's Pharrell with Thinking Out Loud, all right? Yes, sir. This is me. All right, subscribe to my YouTube channel, which is Box Benji. That is B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. You put that on the search engine and you will find your man. Yes, sir. And then you can follow me on Instagram as well as TikTok. Just go in the search engine and type in Box Benji, B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. All right, and I'm going to holler at you peoples later with another segment. This is Thinking Out Loud. Peace. Gonna turn it up, please. Them hard nights. Party at the Bodega.